It's Randalicious. Welcome to the SEO Rand. I am your host, Morty Overton. You might know me better as Seminar to Tether Communications. I'll remind you that this podcast has absolutely nothing to do with that. This is your unofficial Morty magic, Morty mania. Where can you find the SEO Rand? As I've been saying each week, you're listening right now. So wherever you are listening right now, listen to it again next time. But just in case, you can find us at theseorant.com, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and SoundCloud, wherever great, mediocre, and terrible podcasts are found. When does the SEO Rant come out? Typically on Thursdays. I say typically because this is not my full-time job. I do not get paid for this. So if I do not have time, I do not put one out. So it does make sense to describe because I will miss a week here and there. So subscribe wherever you consume your podcast. For your listening pleasure this week, we have the founder of Optage. He's an adjunct professor at the University of Houston, and it's a perfect topic for somebody like him. You'll see in a second. He's Danny Gavin. How are you? I'm doing really well. Great to be here, Morty. So you do a ton of stuff. You're the head of uh, marketing. It looks like you made your brother's company or something like that. You have the optage thing. You have a course going on. You're teaching. Sound like a very busy person. I am. And I have five kids, so we can <laughs> add that as well. Oh, you beat me. <laughs> I only have four. Oh, well, we had man. four. We we had four boys, so we decided we had to have a girl, and thank God we got lucky. Oh, no, five. I have I have four boys, and I have decided I do not want more children. <laughs> I am an advocate for birth control at this point. That's awesome. Wait, so what's that like? It's like you know, like four is sort of like a lobotomy. Is five like a lobotomy and a root canal? You know what? Because it was a girl, it like just it was the biggest gift and pleasure in the world so if it would have been a boy i think we'd have a very different oh, man, like, what do you do though like when it's a boy what do you can't put it back <laughs> no you can't so i guess next time i go to vegas i am um you got to come with me and I'll, I'll i'm pretty good at uh trying those odds yeah i'm not gonna try those odds i'm just gonna keep it up four so yeah you do so many different things let's run through this where do you want to start yeah, I, I mean, so we can basically my main focus. So my main focus is I'm the chief, um, the chief strategist and founder of Optage, which is a full service digital marketing agency. We basically focus on SEO, paid search, and paid social. Um, and then, you know, like what we're talking about today, um, you know, education wise, I've been an adjunct professor at the University of Houston um, for the past six years, teaching graduate level digital marketing courses. Mm-hmm. That, that includes SEO, Google Ads, paid social, Facebook, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. And then also most recently, um, because of COVID and just because of, of everything, I was like, hey, why should I take my courses and only have it at the University of Houston? Why don't I go ahead and create a platform so that more people can learn about digital marketing? And I guess we'll talk a little bit later why, let's say, this is different than other courses that are out there. Because we know there are lots of ways to be educated about digital marketing online. A lot of courses. Some are better than others. Um, so let's, let's take this. We're talking about education and digital marketing. There's so many different avenues we can go. Where do you want to take us today? Yeah, so I think let's first... Uh, start from like the university perspective. I think that's good because, you know, these days we're still in a world where people are going to university a lot and most people are going to university. Um, So I think let's talk uh, digital marketing education from that perspective first. So what I'd like to talk about is the power of practical learning. Um, When I, so I, you know, part of the reason that I got it to University of Houston is because I got my MBA there back in between 2008 and 2010. 
And what I found the most valuable for myself was like real life experiences. Um, I like to give an example of, I have a friend whose son, um, you know, they um, care about education, really important. And they basically said, hey, go study for four years. Don't get any internships. Don't worry about anything. We just want you to get straight A's. And theoretically, that makes sense, right? But the problem was when the guy graduated after four years, he was not able to get a job at all because right. part of his education, he didn't include any of that practical experience. So me, myself, when I, um, you know, when I did my MBA, the most valuable classes were those ones where I, we actually like, you know, a, a business was willing to work with the class and we were able to get some real life experience and just little things of like, actually, you know, even though it was a class, but taking that experience and then you can actually put it on your resume. You know, I worked six months with this company and I learned this and this, and it really makes a huge difference when you're looking to get a job. Um, so I think the coolest part about the class that I do now is, is that, and the value of why, you know, not everyone, but a lot of people who go through, let's say the masters of science and marketing program, as well as the MBA. And they're like, you know, they mark as their best classes being, you know, some of the classes that I teach is because not only are we teaching them the theoretical about SEO and Google ads, but if not, you know, 50% of the class or even more is they, they're working with a real life business and they're implementing everything that they're learning in reality. And to give that experience to people is just huge, right? And makes all the difference when it comes to their education. It's like funny because when you look at like the educational paradigm, and I used to be a teacher, so it's like a funny thing to reflect back on how I used to do this in my own classroom. Not a good job. But if you look at the highest level of education possible, which would be like the medical field, what do they do? They have, they have uh, you know, uh, clinicals, right? You yes. have to have hands-on experience before you actually go and try to practice your medicine in somebody. But you don't see that a lot with, you know, let's say, not just unique digital marketing, but in general. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you think about it, and it's also in a way like who's teaching this stuff, right? A lot of people, <laughs> right? It's these it's these guys who you know have been professors for forty years, and I'm not saying they're not smart and amazing, but like that's what's cool about a university like University of Houston, where like I don't know the percentage of like in the business school, but there's like twenty five percent where it's like people who have been in industry their whole life and are like fifty or sixty years old and are ready to move on to something else. Or like me, where they were open to, you know, you know, six years ago, I was, you know, 31 years old, 32 years old, where I'm younger than a lot of the people that I'm teaching, but they're like, hey, like we want to hire guys who actually do this stuff. They actually do SEO, they do Google ads so that they can add some value and like real value to the people who are coming, you know, and paying for these, you know, degrees and programs. Let me ask you a question because I'm not in this space. What is the current state of SEO and digital marketing education out there at the formal level? Because as far as I know, like there's, is there a digital marketing? Do you get, you master in digital marketing? You know, so I've seen that there are programs like you get an official certificate in digital marketing. So there are programs out there. Um, but I'll give you a good example just because this like kind of resonates with me. So in my, you know, in the, in the course and the program I've made myself, which is called Odeo, um, you know, I, Recently, in my last cohort, I had someone who I, I would say she's in her 40s or 50s, um, longtime marketer, but doesn't really know much about digital. And she signed up for a course at Columbia University, like one of these certificate programs. And at the same time, she heard about my course and she decided to take my course as well. And she clearly said, like, although Columbia was very interesting, 
But the problem was it was just sitting there and watching these videos that were interesting and very theoretical. But when she took my course, it was all about, can I actually do these things? Like, can I actually run a site audit? Um, can I actually put a Google ad campaign together? And therefore, I think is there are a lot of these programs, but when the program doesn't push you to actually do it and give you the opportunity to do it, the value is not there, right? It's, it's, it's equal to, you know, watching just a Netflix, you know, show, which is, might be really entertaining. And then but if you actually to do that thing. Like yeah, just, I mean, anyway, it, you're going to watch The Witcher and then you're going to dress up and be The Witcher. That makes a lot of sense. Exactly. I think it's a perfect. You're not actually The Witcher if you do that, by the way. You're just some crazy person wearing a costume. <laughs> I just insulted all like the cosplay people in this podcast. Um, no, but why is that? Like, how how is it that digital has gotten? It's it's such an integral part of life. Like, you think about the pandemic, like Shopify and Wix and all these CMSs, like shot through the roof. Everybody's going online. It, I mean, is that a new phenomenon? I mean, it, it got heightened by the pandemic. Certainly not new. And yet, all of these courses or all these programs seem to be like it's like 1999. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, well, if you think about it, it's a heck of a lot easier to run a course or a program where it's just videos, right? <laughs> but where you, but when you, right, I mean, that's easy. Like, do the, and I'm not saying it's easy to put videos out. That's like, wait, that's like being like a fourth grade teacher, be like, hey, you know what we're doing today, class? Yeah, we're watching a movie. Yeah, you'd be surprised. That sometimes they do that. Oh, I know. But, <laughs> that's amazing. I used to do the teacher. <laughs> exactly. But to actually, like, you know, to create, you know, real life, you know, either you know, making relationships with real businesses or create or have like in-depth assignments that you have to grade and get feedback. Like that's hard. You know, that's not easy. But but we but I know that that's what it takes, that if someone wants to take a course and then actually get a job, like the bottom line is they need to know how to do it. I mean, think about it. I saw a job posting recently where it's like, you know, we're looking even for entry level, they're looking for one to two years experience. How do you get you know, I, and I know this is not just an issue in digital, but, but, you know, you need the job before the job, you need experience for the job. So wouldn't it be great to take a program where you can actually get some experience? You might not be able to get like two years experience, but if I can give you at least a year's worth of experience, kind of, you know, whether it's at the University of Houston or in Odeo or whatever it is, then, you know, that's going to push you into so much of a better position or spot. One or two questions. One is you can answer whatever order you want. Do you think that these, these universities will eventually get there or this, this is not going to happen? And two, what's the impact of the universities not being able to adequately train their people on the overall state of the industry? So I would say, like, I know that University of Houston in general has a very big push for practical learning, not just like digital marketing, but like the university as a whole. Like they created a whole department of trying to get businesses to work with classes. So I'd imagine that if University of Houston is doing it, I'd imagine that there are other universities that are doing it as well. So I would hope so. And if you think about it now with post-pandemic or, uh, you know, please God, post-pandemic, right. but we've brought in all these ways to learn things. What's the value of university anymore, right? Like right. I can get the same education online. So why would I want to sign up to a university? So imagine if the new world university is, you know what? It's like four years of working with real life businesses. That's going to add some value. So I'd imagine that in order for the university to stay competitive, they're going to have to offer these opportunities. Otherwise, what's the difference of that? Or, you know, we'll put in a plug for SEMrush, right? Um, you know, just going on and taking the, the classes there and you're good to there go. You know. right? Hey, SEMrush Academy, it's free. It's great. Your course, take take both. Take both our courses. 
Exactly. The more courses, the better. Don't go to Columbia, though. That's a fluffy course. They just watch videos there, it seems like. Well, one, one cool thing about, you know, my course is that SEMrush, uh, we we do get, um, give the tool to um, our subscribers and they get it for, I think, for, you know, a good um, time period. It's not just seven days, but it's a lot longer than that. Nice. So it's well, integrated. There is, a, in there is a free trial, by the way. If you're listening, you're trying to get digital marketing. If you sign up for the seven day free trial of SEMrush and then you let it expire, you still have access to a lot of tools for free. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that works. Um, yeah. But OK, so second question, what's the impact of these universities? not educating their people the right way? Um, I mean, what happens is, is then they get the degree, but they can't get the job. So they have to go up and pay for another course, basically. Most probably, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like now in Odeo, um, I've got so many people who all like, you know, have psychology degrees or whatever. And like, but for some reason it wasn't enough for them, right? They spent four years to get this degree now they're like, oh, digital marketing, that sounds really cool. It's like, wow, this is my future. This is what I want to do. So I'm not saying their four years of that psychology degree isn't helping. I mean, I'm sure it's going to help, but that's what happens, right? It's sort of like, I did it because I had to do it, but did it really help me? No. So right. it's, 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 it's fascinating. So how do you sniff out this? Because there are so many courses out there. How do you sniff out a good course versus a bad course? So, I mean, obviously it's going to be the people who teach it. Right. I mean, I think it's important to understand who those people are. So if Neil Patel you know, is running a thing, <laughs> I had to go there. Sorry. I know. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so number one, it's the individuals. And then number two, like I said, and what I try to do in my course is how do I get that practical experience as much as possible? And so like in my course, you know, every you know, every week we're doing practical work. You're actually going in, you're using the tools. You have to submit something, you're getting feedback. And then another cool thing about is that we do a final project or final portfolio. So baked into the course, the last four weeks, you take everything that you learned, you take a real life business and you actually do the work for them. That includes like doing a full SEO site audit, coming up with personas, writing sample blog posts, creating a Google ad campaign, Facebook ad campaign, so that you literally, when you're done, you have like this 50 page portfolio that you can actually go to someone and say, hey, you know, I don't have tons of experience, but I've actually done this before. And if you hire me, I'm gonna have a leg up over anyone else. Um, you know, and, and people understand that they still have to enter the, the world, right? You know, you're not gonna be a 10 year veteran after a course, but at least we're giving you the tools to kind of be a lot more successful earlier. So let me play devil's advocate for a second, because for a long time, what's happened was people have sort of gotten into digital marketing, right? I used to be a yeah. teacher. I started doing content writing, got into content writing, got into SEO, and here I am. Yes. What's wrong with that? What do I need a course for? Well, not what I need a course for. Let me rephrase. A course could definitely expedite things, but why do you need a formal education around digital marketing? Uh, I agree. I mean, look, it's very easy. You could go onto YouTube and just watch videos. You can go ahead and um, yeah. And like I said, there's lots of platforms that have courses. Um, so I would say the advantage of the course is it's structured and some people need that structure. They need that push. Um, you know, advantage of let's say my course not to be self-selling but it's a cohort base. So you have like 20, 30 other people that you're working together with you have a Slack channel so that you're talking to them and you're creating a community. And even when, when you're done the course, you have those, that, those people that you, you slugged it through with and you have that cohort of people that you can work with. So 
I'm not saying it's the only way, but for certain people, they need that structure and community that will make it easier for them to get through. And, uh, and it works really well. Right. No, that makes so, but once again, sense. it's not the only way. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, look, you could, you could do it the way we all did it, but if you right. are, if you are one of those people listening, yeah, why can't they do it the way we, we walked to school uphill both ways, wearing newspapers for shoots. But think back, did you enjoy that? Like it was a struggle at the beginning for a long time. Right. You're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. I know you might wear it as a badge of honor, but why would you want that in other people? And if you do, you're a little bit sadistic, aren't you? So potentially, potentially, that makes a lot of sense. We're running out of time, literally, because I have a hard stop. I have to go to a meeting after this. You're <laughs> fine. So bad at this show. Um, where can people find you? Where can people find the course? Yeah. So the course is odeoacademy.com. And that's O-D-E-O. And uh, yeah, they can find out more information about that. Awesome. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I wish you the best of luck managing and wrangling and all of these new students and teaching them digital marketing so that they don't end up falling into the clutches of Neil Patel. <laughs> Agreed, Morty. Thank you. Dear listeners, where can you find the SEO Rant? Uh, where you're listening right now, but at the SEORant.com or wherever podcasts are found. New episodes typically on Thursdays. Look for it. Danny, thank you again for coming on. And to my audience, toodles. <laughs>